Leaning in with great generosity, the Jupiter Principle. When terrible needs arise, it's natural to look for saviors. But there is another way, to respond with great generosity. This is the Jupiter Principle, and I'm going to illustrate this by telling a story about how I decided to take action about climate crisis and how the willingness to be the solution has opened up all new possibilities. And I just realized that I'm feeling a little self-conscious about this and only because I think these are the kind of things that turn some people off because they don't want to be preached to, especially if they're feeling a little guilty or if they feel like they already do so much and like, why are you pressuring me and don't tell me what to do? (laughs) And I think that I just would say that I have been a non-activist most of my life. Like I, I resisted activism entirely. I just, it, I was either like not interested in the kind of activism that was available or I just felt like I had too much on my plate, but I also was just not engaged. And so, you know, the only thing that I think maybe I'm offering is sort of a pivot around feeling incredibly overwhelmed by something where there you have a sense of a great need and of like there being no one to help and that feeling of powerlessness and helplessness that in the midst of that this offers another way. Climate crisis, school shootings every day, Frightening political division, the rise of unregulated artificial intelligence, biodiversity loss on an epic scale. It's easy to get overwhelmed. And indeed, when I first watched the Netflix documentaries, Seaspiracy and Breaking Boundaries, I flew into an absolute panic. And in fact, I think both these films, especially Breaking Boundaries, are so important that I plan to write summary reviews of each in future posts. For now, this is the process that got me out of my overwhelmed paralysis. At that time, I was tracking the cycles of the planets. This was the Starshine Astrological Planner my friend Larkin and I created for the A Little More Free podcast. Jupiter was lining up for its annual opposition with the Sun. Anytime an outer planet opposes the Sun, it is at its closest to us of any time that year. So it's really bright and it's really present. And, you know, because when it's conjunct the Sun, it's actually on the far side of the solar system from us. So, you know, knowing Jupiter and in my distress, I found myself really wishing for salvation. And feeling, you know, at the same time, nothing but this sort of dire and oppressive feeling about the nature of the world situation. You know, so where was Jupiter, the great benefactor? And this is something I've struggled with um, in tracking Jupiter transits, because, you know, Jupiter is supposed to bring blessings and expansion. Um, You know, it's the cosmic Santa Claus. And yet I have rarely found this to be the case. So Jupiter was really bright in the night sky and I just found myself out one night, you know, calling upon it in my distress. (laughs) And who knows how these realizations come, but I suddenly understood that if 
no help appears on the horizon, that I am being called to become the help. And I realize that this is why maybe Jupiter transits sometimes pass without incident, because we fail to answer the call to be the solution, to be the answer to our prayers, and to give with great generosity. You know, and it's kind of a daunting and humbling realization because, you know, I haven't had very many good Jupiter transits, you know, and I was just like, oh, I guess I was waiting around for Santa Claus daddy to like give me gifts and not realizing that maybe I had gifts to give. (laughs) So... With that thought, I leapt back onto social media. I have been away for nearly 10 years. And, you know, I just thought I have got to raise awareness and rally my friends and family to the cause because I knew that they didn't know about this stuff. Unfortunately, I didn't have much luck. So besides the fact that I was never willing to resurrect my Facebook page and grant Instagram access to my contacts, which meant my circle of influence remained small, um, and it was just because I just couldn't. I just don't trust Meta. And they hadn't become Meta yet, but they became Meta during all this time period when I was trying to raise awareness and failing. Anyway, you know, no one seem to care about the crisis in the oceans, which is the main subject of Seaspiracy, and it is supported and backed by breaking boundaries, which then expands into all these other areas. Um, and whatever you think about Seaspiracy, breaking boundaries is was made by a really smart person, scientist, who's been working a long time. But... I couldn't even get my family and friends to commit to stop eating seafood, which I see as the only way to slow down the terrible juggernaut that is unethical commercial fishing. And I'll share more about that at another time. I'm going to write a whole post on it. (laughs) So while I was flailing around in my distress, I came to sit in a series of campfire conversations with folks I'd worked with on a project earlier in the spring. Most of them were members of Sustain Floyd, a local sustainability nonprofit. And one of them, Fred First, a longtime resident and activist, spoke words that have stayed with me and given me hope. He said, don't get discouraged if you can't solve everything. Pick one thing that you can do and work on that and don't underestimate the impact you can have if you just keep working on your area and don't give up. So I calmed down and decided to pick something close to home that I could get my hands around and actually work with directly. Um, I chose local recycling because it's always been challenging in Floyd County. And although it's kind of boring, I mean, it's always been boring to me, it really doesn't work well here. And um, I'm actually going to tell how it stopped being boring and turned into a tiny miracle So hang in there. I can almost hear you nodding off. (laughs) As background, this is a really rural county, and we who live outside of town limits have to haul our own trash. And the county's recycling programs are really limited. Um, We definitely don't have single stream recycling. 
Interestingly, or synchronistically, around that same time, the county sent out letters with our annual property tax statements announcing new recycling initiatives. And Sustained Floyd, as well, resumed a recycling initiative of its own that had languished during the pandemic. The county's letter turned out to be a bit premature. They have major budget and resource hurdles to overcome, you know, that basically are really go back to the state of recycling in most places in this country, which is pretty primitive due to many problems in the waste stream that definitely can't be laid at the feet of one small county government. Sustained Floyd was beginning to organize recycling drives to collect and process harder to recycle items like number five plastic, plastic film, batteries, and many more items. So I got involved. I started volunteering. I, you know, also began to more diligently recycle everything I could. And this, by the way, resulted in an almost immediate reduction by half and then eventually by two thirds, the volume of trash we haul to the dumpsters. <laughs> Michael has enjoyed not having to carry the trash every week since we can now go three weeks between trips. So there was an immediate impact on the domestic front. I dug deep. We were working on a deep clean and reorganization of our basement, and I kept finding recycling puzzles in odd places and then sending emails to Jackie, Sustain Floyd's president. Turns out that when you get really serious about recycling and waste, it raises a lot of questions. But I guess all my questions inspired Jackie to ask me to be part of Sustain Floyd's presentation to this year's industrial design class at Virginia Tech for the sustainable design competition that Sustain Floyd sponsored. It was so amazing to be part of that. The students blew me away with their talent and creativity. I mean, I am serious. They were, I mean, my mind was blown. And, you know, apparently my recycling puzzles turned out to be highly entertaining. <laughs> Um, I was mostly fuzzled with annoyance at all the everyday design flaws I kept encountering, but most people found it novel and it was a big hit. So I'm sharing the presentation slides here again, and they're embedded in the blog post at katiemoricawa.com, responding with great generosity, and the links will also be in the show notes. Sustain Floyd and its group of growing volunteers are now planning to hold monthly recycling events. We're finding a readiness and receptivity in the local community that wasn't there even a few years ago. I think people want to do something, and this is something that ordinary people can do. Sustain Floyd is doing its best to ensure that the recycled content is prepared properly and makes its way into good hands. So that's something people appreciate too. And this is something you can do in your own community. Um, you know, you can either partner with an existing nonprofit or start your own volunteer group. Um, I think you'd be surprised at how much engagement you get. And, um, you know, late breaking news is that one of the other people involved in the presentation, a local business owner ha is stepping up in a big way and, you know, Coming soon, more news about, you know, just exactly how that's going to look. But 
Anyway, um, it's amazing the snowball effect that it can have um, once you sort of get in there and get your hands on something and it's like concrete. I feel galvanized and hopeful, which is a far cry from the overwhelmed despair I felt at the end of the summer. I haven't yet found a way for people to realize when they eat seafood, they're contributing to criminal enterprise and the indiscriminate destruction of biodiversity in the oceans, as well as a high death toll among highly intelligent non-human persons, dolphins. And no, Joe Rogan, I don't care that dolphins supposedly occasionally commit sexual assault. That would be like saying that just because some humans are murderers, we shouldn't care about indiscriminately exterminating people for convenience. <sighs> for now, I'm working with the problems that are right in front of me, working with the skills I have and hoping that this will ripple out in ways I might not have imagined. I certainly never imagined I'd be part of the design project, and you can read more about that in Household Recycling Problems for Industrial Designers, and that is episode seven on the podcast. I suppose the takeaway motto is dream big, start small, but it's also about when you're feeling overwhelmed and like there's no saviors, lean in with great generosity. Maybe you are meant to be the savior. The Net Zero Company has a whole line of everyday sustainability products. Most of them are aimed at eliminating plastic, which I now see as a hazardous material, given the fact that it's so enduring in the environment. I mean, it's gonna be here in thousands and thousands of years and like animals keep eating it and thinking it's food and then they choke to death. I mean, it's horrible and it's happening on a massive scale in the oceans and 32% of plastic ends up in the oceans. You know, did you know that only 12% is recycled and only 2% is effectively recycled? And that even in the best scenario, most of the plastics that you and I use are only recyclable once. So I really like their stainless steel bento boxes. They're classy looking. They seal tight with these side latches and they're stackable. And so these are like super durable. You know, you're gonna get years of use out of them. And at the end, whenever you decide to let them go, they're infinitely recyclable. So I got the three pack because all of my glass Tupperware with the, you know, rubber lids, like they all chose about now to for the lids to start cracking and falling apart. <laughs> so I needed to replace my Tupperware containers and I really like these. They're a little pricier than certainly than standard Tupperware, but you know, there's a reason why. You know, they're probably going to last, you know, for the rest of your life, you know. And so anyway, I have a link to their whole series of these and you can check out the other things they have on their website. Enjoy, and I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.